a quick hello and welcome to say that some of the sound is a little bit crackly, but uh, we've done all we could to tidy that up. We hope it doesn't spoil your enjoyment of this, our podcast. We offer you with great love. Cue the music. Hello there and welcome to Funny Looking number 26. This episode is all about the upcoming Funny Looking Fringe, which is taking place in Liverpool this September. We have booked 42 incredible gigs and we want to start telling you a little bit about it. Um, But before that introductions, my name's Pete, hello, and I'm here with my good friend Gav. Hello, it's Gav, Gav Cross. How are you? Very, very well. Um, So the reason we started doing this podcast many years ago um, was because... Gab used to tell me about going to see really interesting stuff. And then we went on all these adventures. Yeah. And we went we went to a country and we've been uh. to gigs all over the northwest. And I've gone from somebody who didn't really enjoy going to comedy because I didn't really know what I was watching. And from someone who didn't really know what was good and what was to go and see, to somebody who knows, you know, at least if the conversation ever comes up in the pub, I can name check upwards of seven comedians I enjoy the work of. Oh, that's um, good, isn't it? It's great, but Gav's mission is bigger than just a selfish little man in South Manchester. <laughs> he wants to tell more people about it. So, Gav, how have you got involved with the Liverpool Comedy Festival? Oh, this this is kind of, this is like a dream. This is a great dream come true. It is like you say. When we started this, it was because it was part of a journey, and this it's like it's like being on the X Factor. I've got a backstory now. Um, well, you know that we did. Um, I did those experimental gigs last year in the Liverpool Comedy Festival, and that was really to test the te- technology, which is good because the content was awful. Um, <laughs> and then, then of course, we had season one of Funny Looking Presents, and I'm very, very proud of that, Pete. I'm really proud of that. We should be. I, I attended a few of the gigs, and they were all really well attended. 81 Renshaw Street in Liverpool, a lovely venue, great cake, great beer. Great location to the train station for anybody not living in Liverpool. And we just saw what I like and what I've discovered over this journey with you doing this podcast is that it's not just about a sweaty 20 minutes on a Friday night in a horrible club. What do you do do in Manchester these days? Um, I know, you're talking about about comedy. Sorry, I thought it was... Genuinely, I just... I just walk my dog and watch non-league football. But (laughs) my wife told me I've got to do more than that. So... People are actually crafting these hour-long things that traditionally will get taken to Edinburgh and then toured. But sometimes that doesn't. Some of the more interesting stuff doesn't make it to, to where you may live. And and if you are in Liverpool or the northwest, then hopefully we're 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 going to see a season of things in September that will there'll be something for everyone. Well, no, uh, actually, literally. it's long-form comedy for the discerning, Pete. It's Is that quality. The line? It, that is the line, and if 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 that doesn't sound like it's for you, then it probably isn't. <laughs> to be honest, Gav, that's the sort of line. That if I'd written it, I'd be very proud of it. I'm but very proud I'm, of that because I'm being a podcast 
idiot. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I'm trying to be uh, a little bit subversive, but no, that, that long form comedy for the discerning is is a beautiful description of what is interesting nights of your life where you'll laugh with friends and uh, you'll, you'll you'll learn something and you'll have a good. It's time. It's about the craft. It's always been about the craft for me and you. Now and I'm so proud of you, Pete. I feel like oh. um, I feel like someone who's fostered a child. And they are now off. They've left care. Um, well, actually, they're probably under the care because you're now married. And they're off, but they're doing their own thing. And they were slightly feral when I first came across them. And just a few months, I kind of shaped, shaped you up. And I, and I feel uncomfortably proud of that, Pete. Thank you for all the kind words. That's very nice, Jeff. Um that's you know my mum and dad have never been proud of me so this is as good as my life's ever gonna get <laughs> so funny um, looking sorry, funny looking fringe came about when i said to the liverpool comedy festival come on now let's get this sorted we need a fringe we need to um pull together these interesting people these people because uh, liverpool comedy festival's got some fantastic nights uh, a lot of the clubs are doing uh are very special uh nights uh, additional to their normal nights uh some great comedians are coming in and other venues are doing but we're not interested in them um, uh, under this notion of the fringe that people will craft an hour, people will pull together something, people will have a voice, people will just maybe an hour of jokes, it might be a story and so that's the banner that's what the fringe is and I've got people who are doing their first hour I've got people who uh, will come back Ooh, I'm going to trim that I've got people doing their first hour uh, they'll come back uh, battle weary or battle strengthened from Edinburgh uh, people who are going to go off on tour after this people you have heard of, people you have never heard of, people are going to break through this year. I'm going to predict that there are people on the list who will get nominations. It's a bold claim, Gav. <laughs> and it takes us ultimately back to the conversation about Do Awards Matter, which we have in the pub after four pints because we are lonely, sad men. Um, so I think we better stop with waffling and get on with the first interview. Um... So, like we said, 42 gigs coming up at the Funny Looking Fringe, part of Liverpool Comedy Festival, all yeah. at 81 Renshaw Street. Absolutely. All of the details are on funnylooking.co.uk. Absolutely. So we're going to start by talking to one 42... 42... 42nd-ith. 42nd? 42nd-ith. I don't know, what would it be? Well... It's Dan Nicholas and his show Scripted. It's the 27th of September at 7 o'clock, 81 Rental Street. And here's a chat with him. The painfully awkward opening moment that I am here chatting now uh, via the telephone, Daniel Nicholas. Hello, Daniel. Hello. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. Uh, how are you? I'm all right, but are you well? Because as we sit, you are what, 48 hours from heading north to the biggest fringe festival in the world? Yeah, um, I drank some coffee earlier oh, and then got very anxious and I couldn't tell whether it was because of the coffee or because I was going to the biggest fringe festival in the world. I think it was the coffee. How many coffees did you have? It was just a war, oh, right. but I was around a friend's house and they're all vegans, so oh. there was no milk, it was just soya milk or oh, rice milk. But I didn't, so I just had it black. That's not milk. That's such a Fun- no. Fundamentally, no. that is not milk. That is wrong. No, I don't want to alienate any vegan audiences that might be listening to this. But Why not? Rice, rice milk is it's not for me. No, it's not my cup of 
find your, find your right audience. And if it's, I mean, vegans very very big in the comedy circuit now. I need to. In fact, I saw a machine for uh, grain milking the other day, and I thought, no, I'm not having that. I might, I like a gadget, <laughs> but I'm not having that. Anyway, this isn't the line, but we're going on. Can I ask you one question? Because um, you've you've got your your Twitter, and you're doing some fantastic. Uh, very much enjoying the trailers for your show. Thank you. And, Thank you. And I've watched some, some bits and pieces of you. Are you right now wearing that lovely red jumper? Um, yes. Lies. Yes, I am. Lies. Sure. That's a theatrical I, lie. I, I don't take it off, ever. <laughs> in fact, I, it's etched into my skin. <laughs> um, How many of those jumpers have you got? So I had one. Yeah. Uh, and then that uh, that got ripped in a violent oh, no. uh, episode of a jumper game one at one gig. Okay. Uh, when someone was just a little bit too enthusiastic, I wasn't even invited to play. But I got a new one, um, which is different but the same. And if if you want to know what we're talking about, because you, your website's got some lovely pictures of it as well. Um, Thank you. It is lovely. Thank what you. a lovely website. I mean, it's, it's, it's that balance between being beautiful and disturbing at the same time. That uh, is who I am. Beautiful and disturbing. And disturbing. That, that's, and you can see that jumper. Uh, and uh, you can see it all through Edinburgh. Are you doing the full run? Yep. I'm there for the whole, whole, whole time. Is this your first hour at Edinburgh? Or... It's my debut hour, but I did um, I did 45 minutes last year, a completely different show called Reaver, the love story of Terence for Crocodile and Julian the Mannequin, which right. was more theatre, if right. I'm honest. It was about a little crocodile um, who falls in love with a mannequin's head and they get married. Hmm. Uh, but then um, it all goes to shit when the little crocodile Terence wants to become a semi-professional ukulele player. Um and it was all done in reverse. Hmm. So I think Memento, Memento. meets 500, 500 Days of Summer. It was that kind of vibe. That, I mean, but yeah, that's my... That's the elevator season. pitch for last year. Yeah. What's the yeah. What's the elevator pitch? Because obviously you don't know, and I certainly don't know, you know, quite important people might listen to this. I mean, they haven't really <laughs> made themselves known to me, but it's possible. <laughs> what's the elevator pitch for Scripted, this year's piece? Well, it's... Uh, it's an hour of fun and games. Imagine if uh, Tim Burton made a stand-up game show and it would, it would look a little like this. <laughs> I, I like to imagine you're doing it right now when you said that. Uh, I'm, I'm standing outside a cafe doing some, my phone dancing. Right. I don't know if, you, if you've seen anyone who's on the phone. I mean, yeah. just moving in uh, eccentric manners. I'm doing that. Absolutely. Getting a few, getting a few looks. Effusive a few movements and emphasis. Yeah. And the phone is, is essentially a message to everyone saying, I'm doing something very important right now. <laughs> I'm doing something. Don't disturb me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a powerful moment, and I'm sharing it with you through, the, through this, uh, this, this series of jerky, movement. accentuated <laughs> movements. So is it, is it, um, it the, the ticket link says highly interactive? Yes. And we'll just leave that there. Yep. Sounds good. Uh, it says all, all that people need to know. That's what? It's highly interactive. There's a lot of games. Good. For everyone. For everyone. Is it a family show? Uh, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't bring, bring anyone. No. But 
if you're pretty liberal parents, I'm sure <laughs> then it is. Uh, this is this is this is what we want to hear, but uh, because we want we want um, uh, you know, funny looking is is about uh, the alternative. Do you associate with that as that word? Is that a, a, a dirty word for you or your? Theater? No, no, I um, I mean, I am. I'd I'd class myself as extremely mainstream to the point where some clubs think I'm too mainstream right. for that club. Yeah. You know, and as such, they're saying to me, Dan, you're really funny and I really enjoyed yeah. it, but you're just too generic. Far too, far too mainstream <laughs> for our crowds to get it on a Saturday night. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but actually, one of my trailers, which may or may not be out, by, which will be out in mid August, uh, I explore and answer the question of whether I'm an alternative comic or not. Oh. I think it's quite such a loaded word when someone says, oh, it's alternative comedy, and then they expect something really weird, which I suppose, actually, no, that's, that's kind of fair enough, actually. Yeah, I am pretty weird. Yeah. Uh, but we'll, look, we'll look forward to the answer, because, um, as I say, you you're, you have a Twitter, uh, no, so you have a YouTube channel, and uh, under your name, Daniel Nicholas, but you can also find that I'm putting together all of the funny looking fringe because you're coming to is it the same show that you're doing in liverpool yes scripted yeah same that in liverpool Excellent. in the pool in the pool have you performed in liverpool before uh twice oh. twice oh. twice before yeah it was, yeah it was good yeah some reserve very lovely sorry said with some reserve there uh, no, no, it's a very lovely city. No, I'm not. I felt like that felt like I was setting you up for some kind of fall. Um, a part of me, <laughs> part of me wanted to, but then I realised not polite. We've not met in reality. I mean, I mean, as a promoter uh, for the promote the help promote the show in Liverpool, I think what I want, <laughs> what I want is a baying crowd. What I want are uh, is a is a is a tumult of pitchforks and pitch. Uh, lit sticks as you come in. That's what I want. Controversy. I need to pick one show that I will sacrifice on the altar of the Echo, and I have decided it's going to be yours. Okay. Uh, Not again. Thank you. <laughs> what? what? Uh, you're so kind. I'm so honoured for this. Uh, uh, enjoy that. What, well, ve- what yeah. venue are you on in in Edinburgh? Where, where are you? In Edinburgh, I'm at Just the Tonic at the Cave in the Spare Room. I like the just the tonic the caves. I mean, it, they get hot, but that to me that is that is Edinburgh. Yeah, it's very damp. Yes, but that, that dampy smell. But I like, but I like that because um, it's that the smell of the age, the smell of 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 comedy and people, and it's like a miasma of of art and desperation and love and laughter. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly ge- is. They're genuinely a lot of desperation. <laughs> certainly, <laughs> some of my favourite venues. Most, most certainly. Um, what time are you on? Three forty in the afternoon. Oh, that's not bad. No, it's not bad that's unless you're planning on seeing the show at three or half three or four o'clock. Right. Which a lot of shows start times are those times. Is it? Is it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. How many Edinburgh? <laughs> how many Edinburghs have you done? We're talking a lot about Edinburgh because because you're li- just going off there, and I'm a bit jealous because I'm not. I don't think I'm going to make it up this year. How many have you done there? You did last year. Was that your first? Uh, so this has been my fourth year doing a full run that oh. I've been going up for the last six years. Why? <laughs> Why? What's the end I don't goal? know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to put you off. <laughs> no, just everyone's there and the whole industry's there. 
apart from you, of course. Of course, I'm not industry. Uh, I'm, but... I'm, I retain my outsider nature. I'm an outsider <laughs> artist by not connecting with anybody else. Who are you looking forward to seeing at, in Edinburgh yourself? Um, I don't have time to really think about who to see other than Jordan Brooks. Yes. Saw his show last year and it was... Is fantastic. Yes. Uh, so really looking forward to seeing him again. We're a fan and of then I guess Spencer Jones as well. Spencer Jones, did you say? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's lovely. I saw his. Brilliant. I saw his um, uh, work in progress in Machuntleth for this year's show, and it it should, oh, yeah. it should be a beautiful development from last year's. So <laughs> really, oh, we're, oh, I'm I'm very excited. Good. Well, we're ticking all the right boxes here. You're definitely uh, part, definitely the right person for funny looking fringe. Now we're looking forward to having you. Uh, cool. Well, I'm looking forward to being there. Yeah, and, and and I will personally keep away the screaming, baying crowd for you. I will retract that, and I'll do my best to apologise. No, you... no, it's all right. They, they can come. As I like as... a challenge. Yeah, as long as they buy a ticket, yeah. that's fine by me. Too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously. <laughs> but... Well, <laughs> may all your Edinburgh wishes come true. Thank you. Thank you very much. So I'm really glad we started with this one as our first uh, preview chat for the Funny Looking Fringe because for me it sums up a lot of the things that get me really excited when I'm looking through programmes and trying to find interesting things to see. It seems to have the element of sort of uh, theatre and clowning. Um, I'm going to maybe feel awkward at times but also just have a great time and really, really laugh. Um, And the bit that got me excited is when the idea that it's um, the blurb about the show is imagine if Tim Burton made a stand-up game show. I know, I know. And that just, to me, I don't know what that means. No, I don't. In many ways. But I do, I don't and I do. Yeah, my mind's telling me no, but my body, Gav, <laughs> is telling me... <laughs> um, so let's just get some logistics out of the way, So because people are going to really want to buy tickets for yes. one, of, one of the 42 shows. Yes. You can get them at funnylooking.co.uk. Yes. Um, and all the tickets are held through Belletto, um, which isn't one of those evil ticketing companies, which is really nice. Um, and the show's on the 27th of September, 7 o'clock till 8 o'clock, one hour of your life, 81 Renshaw Street, um, near some lovely pubs, near some lovely restaurants. It can just be part of your evening. And that'd be nice. Um, that'd be a lovely way to spend an hour, um, apart from the whole surreal, <laughs> making you feel awkward, maybe. But definitely really excited and that for me Gav is somebody that I've uh, not seen and instantly I'm interested. Good because I I want you to be interested that is exactly what I want from people I want people to take a punt I want people to say well that sounds interesting and that's worth six quid isn't it that's worth six quid Gav I spend six pounds on a pint of craft lager very regularly because I'm a pretentious South Manchester living. So. <laughs> I can't believe I'm genuinely excited about seeing this piece. And there's someone that 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 I didn't know, and uh, I did some looking, and it was absolutely and, and I and the fact that I'm going to get, uh, you know, to stand at the back and watch this. That's exciting. That's exciting for me. Um, and uh, and I and I hope people feel the same way. You can make a full night of it because, of course, Daniel is on 27th of September. And then he's followed with a little break so he can go back into 81, have a piece of cake, or a small beer, a coffee or a little wine, a big wine if you want. And then you can come back in again for Hannah Jones because you can buy a combo ticket. You can buy a ticket to see both of them. 
Um, uh, and Hannah is this, the best days of your lives. Uh, she's a new comic and she's doing her first hour, but she's been crafting this uh, for quite a while now. And we're very excited to have her because that's the thing about Fringes. We want to debut people who down the line, we say this was their first hour. They did the first hour with us. And I think Hannah is going to be one of those. So that's going to be good, isn't it? Well, I, I also think that for like a five, for a tenner for two tickets, we're needing a comedy. Pretty good value, mate. Thanks, pal. And it's really good to learn about all this new stuff um, that I've personally not heard of before. Uh, but there's there's so much... <clears throat> but there's so much on the list that I already know and love. And I'm just... Um, I'm really... Uh, Gab, I'm genuinely impressed with some of the names on this list. Thanks, mate. And names that... To, to, to see these people in, like, Rental Street, which is, like, 80-seater, is actually, like, a great opportunity for people who love to find out new comedy and, and enjoy really interesting things. Um, so I just wanted to tip my hat to a few things. Um, definitely, I, definitely. I think it's, I think it's important to say that... Um, um, uh, 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 th- that these are genuine recommendations from you because I've not asked you uh, anything because I, you know, this is this funny looking is a conglomerate, and funny looking fringe has very much been my baby. You've been off dealing with funny looking accountancy and tax, um, a little little offshoot we've got. Uh, so so you're coming at this pretty fresh, really. Yeah, definitely. And actually, these people are people that I've discovered over the journey of us doing this podcast, which is which makes me really happy because. They feel like things that I've discovered with you and now they're coming to Liverpool and it's a, it's a really exciting thing. So let me let me reel off some names to you. So if you've got a pad and paper ready, actually yeah. you're probably listening to all your phone, it's probably got a notes function. Yeah, it's um, a good idea. I'd probably recommend that. Um, <laughs> so go see Liam Pickford. Firstly, the show title's incredible. Your love is a knackered bus stop. I can no longer be asked to vandalise. Who doesn't want to watch an hour called that? September the 16th. It's a Friday night. It's 9pm. You can probably have a few beers straight after work. Get a bit of Chinese food or whatever food you want to try. There's a great Chinatown near uh, 81 Rental Street. There is. Come and see Doug Seagal just on before Liam. Oh, nice. And then that's a hell of an evening. Liam Pickford, um, I saw him most recently and he did did about five minutes about Sharp, the uh, TV programme, which, you know, is as good as he gets with Lars Lankin's man. Pickford, 16th of September. That's a Peter Jones recommendation. That's Everything on the, uh, the funny opening Everything night. Is good. Opening night? What, a, what an opening salvo. Um, then, 18th of September. This, mate, this is, this is some strong booking. Um, you can see Games Family Gift Shop. They're an incredible sketch troupe. I told people at work about them this week, um, and they're really interesting. But then you can also see two members of the same sketch troupe, James Meehan and Kiri Pritchard-McLean do their first solo hours, which are going up to Edinburgh this month. Um, they're just incredibly accomplished, thoughtful, dark, funny people. And being able to see those three acts um, is a great introduction to the sort of things that the Funny Looking Fringe wants to celebrate and promote. What a Sunday. That's like a Super Sunday. That's the game's Super Sunday. That's incredible. And... Honestly, well done. Thank um, you. Thank you. 20, 24th of September, Ed Axel, I know. Um, sort I know. of lord of alternative comedy, um, anti-comedy in many circles. Um, someone I've seen a number of times now. 
Uh, his show's called Foreign Policy from the Edge of Hell. Yeah. Again, very, 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 very relevant in the post-Brexit hell we live in. I can't believe um, we've got Ed Axel. And then, finally, my little Peter's little recommendations. Um, Saturday the first of October. Please come and see Holly Byrne in her oh, show. Yes. I am special. Please. I have seen Holly perform many, many times now. Uh, once supporting Harry Hill in Brighton. <laughs> I travelled all that way to see both those acts. Um, and she's just incredible. And you won't have seen anything like it. And I can't recommend it highly enough. And I was actually listening to uh, an interview with James Acaster, another comedian we love. And he was asked to recommend someone to go see at the end of a fringe. And he was just like, go see Holly Byrne. Absolutely. Every time. Absolutely. And she's spot on. So there's just four things. And a previous guest on this podcast, you can go back and listen to a very early chat. Someone, and it was was lovely. I mean, it's nothing to do with us. In fact, that, that, you know, we spotted her very early on. And that's someone who's like, we followed that journey with. And I, I just think she's deserving of a huge audience and she should get it. And you'll have a fantastic night with Holly Byrne in, at, at the Fringe. It's going to be great. And I just want to throw in two, because we'll, we'll be doing more of these and we'll recommend, some, you can recommend some other shows. But I want to throw in a gift to the listener. If you are in the Northwest, come on. It means nothing to drive 30, 35 miles, does it? Nothing. You know, you'll spend that, spend that long watching the local news and then the one show. Um, come on the 15th, there's a free gig. It's a gift. The Bido Lito, which is a a music magazine, uh, in conjunction with Final Looking Fringe, we're going to do a free gala evening. You can get tickets now. They're going to be ticketed, but the tickets are free. Come along, and there's going to be loads of tasters, loads of tasters of people doing 10 minutes of their show. And that is a gift from me to the good people of the Northwest. Are you telling me I've lost count, mate. And then Funny Looking Kids, on that first Saturday, Funny Looking Kids Comedy Club. Um, bring your kids. I can probably promise you that it will be kid suitable. But what it will be will be chaos. It's a longest gig. It's going to be an hour and a half, this one. And uh, again, it's going to be acts who are in the fringe throwing in their lot in front of kids, and I think the performers will be more scared than any of the audience possibly could be. Now, Gav, I don't have any children. Can I bring my dog, Jet? I would need to check on the licensing. You'd have to probably pretend it was a support dog. So get a little yellow reflective jacket. No, 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 it comes in, it comes in every time. Little yellow reflective jacket and a little sign on the side and pretend it's like your, I don't know, support dog of some kind and then you'll get in. Thanks, pal. Okay, mate. So moving on from just a brief recommendation of all the great things going on at the Funny Looking Fringe, uh, we've got another interview with a comedian who's coming the fringe, uh, Mr. Che Burnley, and this was recorded on the regular Sunday night funny looking live podcast, which is on Spreaker.com. <sighs> well, we're gonna, I'm gonna, go, gonna give um, Che Burnley a call right now, and uh, hopefully he's in. And uh, I'll let Che it, it, it introduce himself. Uh, this is awkward, I mean, he doesn't know he's oh, li- hello. hello, Che. You are live on funny looking live. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. I'm sipping on a lemon sip. Are you? That's not a good start. 
Uh, I've been ill this weekend, but I'm getting better. So you got to get uh, you got to get this sickness out of the way because you got a big month ahead. Yes, indeed, indeed. <laughs> I'm loving it now. Jay <laughs> 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 Jay Burnley, you are based in Liverpool, as I am. You just out, you're just over the road there, kind not literally, but just down the road. Uh, I was just wait to look out the window then. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, the mobile, the mobile, funny-looking live uh, broadcasting van. Like they used to have in the all the eighties TV programs seemed to have their own broadcasting live van, didn't they? Mm. Uh, the outside broadcast, outside van. broadcast van. But it, you're because you're going, you're heading further north. Uh, we're in the northwest yes, of the of England. That is not the northwest of the United Kingdom. You're going further north. You're going to Edinburgh. Yes, indeed. Uh, um, Friday. Friday, oh, so blimey. Is it Edinburgh or Edinburgh? I suppose it's Edinburgh. What do you Bruh, I think. What do you say? Edinburgh. 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 Yeah. Now, you Bruh. know, it's one of those things where when you think about it, I'm not certain mm. either way now. Um, what are you going to do up there, Che? I'm going to relax more than anything else, which is a bizarre statement to say as a comedian going up there, but... Um, Three weeks away from the kids and three weeks doing a show called Elvis was racist. <laughs> I do that high pitch bit at the end there because there's a question mark and it's very hard to convey vocally. Elvis, <laughs> Elvis was a racist? Yeah. So like a, <laughs> the, the, the rising inflective. So it's a question, not a statement. Yeah, it's very easy for people uh, from California to say. Um, right. <laughs> and Australia. Yeah, in Australia. Anybody who can uh, ask to say a statement with a question mark at the end. Elvis, for some reason. Elvis was a racist. Was else? So that's the whole show, is it? It's not the whole show because I've seen. Um, I saw a very early version of it. Um, yeah, we, tell us. Was uh, very, very, very thankfully put on by you at eight one eight Lenshaw Street, which is lovely. Oh, it's a, it's, it's a lovely. It's, it's a you know it's an awful show. But it's a great show. It's one of it's one of those things. It's not awful as in content or delivery. Let me just qualify that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but but the the fact and actually, because um, you can tell us a little bit more about it since that, yeah. since that. And I don't know whether it's become this this thing because I'm more aware of it. I think I'm quite aware and liberal anyway. It seems to mm. me the whole fabric of society where the whole theme of this piece. We, we, I always thought we were moving towards a better situation. It seems to have got worldwide worse. So, <laughs> why is that? Tell us what the piece is. Oh, well, it's uh, it was again. Yeah, you're sort of sort of right and sad, sadly right as well. It's um, I started doing it based off off um, a couple of things that had happened to me whilst doing comedy. Uh, one of them was a, a woman telling me that racism was over, and this is about two years ago. Uh, this is in a really well-to-do place called Wilmslow in South Manchester. Uh, and she was lovely. She was lovely. She wasn't being nasty or anything. It was just like her perception of the world. Racism. And, um, there is no racism. Yeah, because to her, being a 60-year-old white woman in Wilmslow, uh, in a very rich area of Manchester, there isn't racism because there are no black people. Um, so you can't, you know, you can't see racism. <laughs> there isn't any any black people to be racist to. Um, so her quality, she was right in what she said, but then I was sort of like saying, well, I bet you've seen sexism though, haven't you? And that sort of spurred me to sort of. Uh, and, and the and the thing is, I do this as a joke on stage, and sometimes people don't believe me. Um, that I got stopped by the police four minutes after that, uh, after leaving that gig. After leaving that gig, I did. I got the police sirens uh, on, on at me. Lovely people, lovely police officers. I wasn't beaten up or anything, but it was just sort of like... <laughs> I was just sort what of was like... In my, 
in my head, I was just thinking to myself, oh, this is going to be brilliant for what, comedy. What did they stop you for in the end? What did they say or did they uh, just they let you just, go? They were just checking. They were they just, just checking. checking. You were, yeah. it, would, it had gone round Wilmslow. There was a there was a, a Che Burnley stand up comedian black guy is there's a black guy in Wilmslow. But yeah yes um, uh, I did I did a preview at Unity um, last week it was a bit um, the, the the bones are there and it's such a, like again it's got worse it's sort of like with with what's happened in the world it's just sort of like oh there's another five minutes I'm gonna have to try and cram in um, I've actually started to th- I, I nearly put a thing in the show called Trigger Word Bingo because. Right. Um, because I, I I know my standing in the comedy world is um, when I first started doing stand up. I'm in I think in my second year, I managed to get a, a gig at the Stand, which is a very prestigious um, group of um, comedy clubs in Edinburgh, Glasgow, and Newcastle. Uh, and I love the place. And um, I was talking to as Tom Stade was on, uh, and he was just doing some new material stuff, and it was great to chat to him. And he, and we had, a, we had a conversation about something and it turned off the profile and I realised that I don't have a profile at the moment which means it's now harder to put your voice across sometimes and um, one, of, one of the things that I one of the things that I should be doing now to build up my profile is probably you know playing um, a lot of the clubs and circuit stuff uh, and just doing the material that everybody can relate to um, so that's why I've gone up to Edinburgh with a show about Elvis being a racist <laughs> Uh, that also focuses on uh, sexism, rape. Uh, I mentioned Auschwitz. That's, right. that, that came out on uh, a week uh, a week okay. ago on Friday. Uh, what else have I got in there? Uh, there is um, there is a video of, of a man dying. Right. Um, on, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm laughing. It's, it's just because I know the context of everything that I'm doing. I'm yeah, doing. I mean it's Friday night, twenty minute mainstream comedy uh, approach. <laughs> I'm guessing. I'm guessing. And and you know, if anyone who's on social media, it's all over the place. It's those horrible, horrible videos that you know of American um, police videos. Yeah. There just seems to be so many of them. The most. The one that yeah. I saw, and I, I just didn't want to get into it. Kind of, like, I thought you must have seen it. Um, a guy lying on the floor with his arms in the air, helping out somebody who is autism, and then he got mm. shot. Yeah, and, it's, it's just sort of every 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 day you think, well, it can't get any worse, and then they raise the bar somehow. And, and as, like, uh, the... as awful as that was, live on it, the guy who's being interviewed, he did survive. And the guy who's just been shot says to the police officer, why did you shoot me? And the police officer says, I don't know. And to, to me, that's that that's a, an awful, it's like a Chris Morris sketch on a yeah, TV well, show. You shoot someone who's lying on the floor with their hands in the air saying, please don't shoot me. Why did you shoot me? I don't know. <laughs> it's, gone, it's gone to, with poly, I touch on politics as well, with the world of politics and race and sexism. It's gone to a point now where it's it's almost beyond parody. Is did you see the um, the thing on Sky uh, Sky TV? I hate mentioning the, the name, but um, uh, where a guy, loads of people on Facebook went, "Is this like a new Chris Morris sketch?" Where a guy went into a church, yes, and went, "If, if you know, if I'd have been a terrorist, I could have killed everybody in there. I could have killed uh, everybody in that church. The church had a an old yeah. priest." And... <laughs> And the thing, the thing is, is that they're trying to make a point and, and trying to, and again, this is something I touched on in the, in the show, is they're trying to peddle sort of a fear and sort of like, oh, you should all be fearful because all this could, could happen to you. You know, this is the church that you live in or live nearby. <laughs> and, and at the same time they're doing that, they're also putting the divide in because I, 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 was, I was watching it. I was going, 
I'm sure something like this has happened before, but there wasn't as much coverage of it. Yeah. And it was a year ago where there was a, a shoot in, in Charleston, a black, a black church where a white supremacist went in there and killed a lot of people. And it wasn't a sky reporter going, well, this could have happened in a church near you. And this, yeah. it's just sort of like, you, you know, they very, very, they love to pick and choose what they give, what information they give you. And that, that's, that's sort of like an overriding theme of, of, uh, of the show as well is the, is the it's it's not the fault of people to be xenophobic or racist a lot of the times it's because some of the information they get isn't always factual so that that's a hint to um so where where uh, are you doing where are you doing this in edinburgh i'm at, I'm at cowgatehead uh, i've got a really lovely uh we can get into another uh discussion in a minute i'm with pbh um, oh my the, goodness me if anybody follows any of the politics that's very interesting. As someone who's trying to head up a fringe, mm. it's very interesting to watch how here in the UK, we've got the Edinburgh Fringe coming, which is where Shay's going off to. And there's different models, isn't there? There's there's the big houses where you pay them lots of money and you're in their yeah. machine. And then there's different free fringes. And PBH runs the free fringe. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the and, PBH free fringe. And he's a man of great heart and intention, but then is just also... Seems to be quite crazy at times. Yes, I, I, uh, there's a, it, it's weird. It's, it's, it is very political all of a sudden. And, um, you know, as much as uh, comedians are supposed to be quite liberal and kind of uh, open minded and stuff like that, there is a lot of sort of, uh, I don't want to say backbiting, but, you know, it, we're, we're like, I will include myself in this. We are very much like children. Um, and, it's, you know, yeah. we love to sort of go, uh, and, I, and it's really weird being on. I don't know if I'm on the wrong or right side. I don't think there's <laughs> oh, a side. But who's the bad guy? Is. No one though, thinks they're the bad guy. Now, so so you're you're looking at racism, sexism, the media, uh, but you're coming back to age. Liv- uh, uh, oh, yeah, age. You're coming back to Liverpool uh, to do a knockabout, light-hearted, work in progress show on September yes. the seventeenth at seven o'clock. What's that one called, and what's the theme? Uh, that's called the Big C. Uh, and that's about me having cancer. Oh, for fuck! Uh, <laughs> you know what, Jay? You know, you know, you know how you, you know how you, uh, if you want to have a career in comedy, you know what you do. Yeah. Uh, you, 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 right. Fair enough. You've, you've, you've done the, you've done the racism thing because that's that's close to your heart, right? So like, if you do something about men being different than women or something like that, you do something that's <laughs> palatable to the, No, I'm going to do cancer next. Cancer. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, I'm just sabotaging myself. That's what it is. But, but it's two things that I'm, I'm, I'm not passionate about, but it's a bit that I'm interested in, and sort of like I'm trying to, I'm trying to sort it in my head more than anything else, yeah. and, and to talk. To, but both, both the theme that runs through both of those is that people don't like to talk about it. No, and and I, I have a problem with that. Uh, a because I find it, it, it. I don't think. I think even if I hadn't been a comedian, I would have done something where I had to keep my mouth open and sort of like go. The emperor's not wearing any clothes, that kind of thing, because it's just sort of like I don't see the point. It, it, it's it, if you're fearful of something, you should talk it through and sort of find out about it. But lots of people don't like that. <laughs> so in, in, in the nicest possible way, um, because of the content, and the, but I'm really looking forward to it because I love mm. I love people talking about what they know about and then giving us something to think about and spinning mm. us out and, and and laughing with about this. Yeah. So. That is, uh, that is, uh, say, September the 17th at 7 o'clock and a uh, funny-looking fringe in Liverpool Comedy Festival. And so that's – I'm going to read this little bit here because I do like this. 
Uh, hey kids, do you like cartoons? Do you know how babies are made? Any idea how to cure cancer? Shay got sick, his partner got pregnant, and 2010 got interesting. I'm looking That's forward to that. Favorite. I'm looking forward it's to that. <laughs> I, I really liked that, that, that bit that I wrote, because it was just sort of like, I'm re- I don't like doing press things and stuff like that. And I just went, oh, that sums it up quite it nicely, tells us, It tells us what we've got. Tells yeah, us where we're they, going. It's, it's basically going to be like, um, I know a lot of, of things have done this, like having UQ and uh, Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared, have, have done puppety, puppety stuff, and, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to be like Sesame Street uh, explaining cancer. So um, <laughs> J- Jimmy Poodle has just come in, and a Guy Anderson has said about the show, sounds like a bit of a downer, and, <laughs> and, and you can tell he's a young person because he's got three exclamation marks, where only one is required, and Jimmy Poodle uh, has come in with, have you ever heard of Tig Notero? I have, I have, and I was very upset when I found out she had cancer because I thought that's my bit. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's, it's an amazing <laughs> show. It's an amazing show. I've seen her live subsequent to that, and if anybody hasn't seeked out Tignotero, you can buy that show, download it. She did a like, she did a piece, and it was very different to yours in that she literally was her first yeah. piece back after getting cancer. Now we're running out of time here, Shay. Thank you so oh, much. That's okay. Thanks for having nice me. Nice to talk to you. I am looking for. It's not a downer. It's an upper. It's it an is. Upper it is. <laughs> I mean, you make racism, Elvis, and the men being uh, battered to death funny. <laughs> I might have to use it as a quote. <laughs> Put it on the poster. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, mate. I'm going to have. Thanks for having me on, Gav. Bye. Bye. So, do come and see Che Burnley at 81 Mentor Street as part of Funny Looking Fringe. He's doing a show about the best and worst year of his life called The Big C, um, which is really exciting. I'm really looking forward to seeing that. And if you're going to Edinburgh, then you can go see Elvis is a Racist? Question mark. No, it's Elvis is a Racist? Yeah, that's probably quite important. You I think, that way, yeah. Rather than my... Elvis is a Racist? Uh, <laughs> um... So well done, Gav. That's successful because now there's not only the few shows that I already knew I wanted to come and see, but there's these extra ones as well. But you will bankrupt me before the end <laughs> of October, my friend. Well, Shay Burnley is is on the same day as Funny Looking Kids. And then we've got Liam Hale doing his first hour. Uh, then we've got Shay, and then we've got Top Joe, who's launching a brand new word for 2017. He's going to try and uh, launch a word to try and get it into the Oxford English Dictionary in 2017. Now, I could stop and try and explain Top Joe to the listener, but I would just say, come on, guys, just give us your trust here now and just come to the Top Joe show. I, I, I'm allowed to say it in this one because I'm out of character. I love Top Joe. Um, I think he is absolutely just just the funniest thing. Uh, he, he's uh, helped me out in all the funny-looking presents, and I'm going to put a link to the YouTube. Uh, Bay TV filmed a lot of... Um, our live bits and pieces. If you want to see the kind of dynamic that Top Joe and I have, um, I, I think I think it's worth watching. So I'll put a link there. But it's even even more. Come to see those gigs. What a Saturday you're going to have! It's the it's the Super Saturday followed by the Super Sunday Gains Day. And in general, it's just an incredible uh, run of gigs in September. And you can find all the details about all the gigs funnylooking.co.uk there'll be listings and all the other things in the uh, notes about this podcast so please do some research if you want to find out some more 
because there's so much good stuff coming to Liverpool in September for the Funny Looking Fringe as part of the Liverpool Comedy Festival. You'd be an absolute moron to Ah, oh, well, I don't want to write off everybody, but I, I, I might have to agree with you. There's something on from the 15th of September to the 2nd of October at the Fringe in 81. Uh, at least two a night for two weeks. It's going to be absolutely wonderful, and I really hope I survive it. And if you have heard any sort of like buzzes off mic during this podcast, that's because Gav is booking even more gigs as we speak, and people just keep texting <laughs> in and messaging in, demanding that they can play into your rental street. Funny, you should so, finish say that. I did have that request today. <laughs> And I know, but I haven't really written anything out. That was just, you know, that was just me being self-indulgent. It's true, though. And also, and I'm not going to talk about it, made my first booking for Funny Looking Presents Season 2. What? And I'll tell you now, no, hang on a minute, it's a bloody good one, isn't it? Well, it is is really good, yeah. Yeah. So let's try and get the listeners' money for the fringe. So Funny Looking Fringe, absolutely. Things we need you to do, and... um, and, and it's very kind of you to listen. Thank you very much. We want, we, we want you to feedback. Let us know what you thought about this pod. Stay in touch. with us. There's a couple of ways you can do that. Obviously, you can tweet us, Funny Looking Pod. Find us, Funny Looking Presents, on Facebook. Search for Funny Looking Fringe uh, all over the place there. Uh, let us know what you enjoyed. Uh, and if you didn't enjoy it, uh, just tell your neighbour. There's the traditional ways you can support podcasts for free. And that's, of course, you can subscribe. And that's a really, really important thing to do. Uh, and, and take somebody else's phone and subscribe on their phone as well. And you can rate. Go to iTunes if you use iTunes and rate and leave a comment. Um, it'll, it'll really help us just get that visibility. But again, gifts. Gifts for you. Would you like, Pete, to see every single funny-looking fringe gig for free? Yes, Gav, I'd love that. <laughs> what are you doing? That big pause there. Um, because we're doing a golden ticket competition. You can go to Funny Looking Fringe and uh, uh, funnylooking.co.uk, click where it says golden ticket, sign up, and then I'm going to do a draw in September where you will get a pass to see every single show for free. Um, take take three weeks off work, go out every night, <laughs> drink yourself stupid, yeah. laugh yourself silly. Yeah. yeah. It will change your life. It will change your life, but but also because this is what what you call would call a gra- grassroots fringe. Um, what's keeping this fringe going? Of course, we've got the support of the Liverpool Comedy Festival. We're part of that. We're on their website. We're in their booklet. But the support will be from word of mouth. If you've got a friend who's in Liverpool, uh, who who's interested in comedy, tell them about it. Shares and likes really count on social media. Retweets really do count because it gets some visibility. Um, people do notice that, and I can see that in the, the social media, particularly on Facebook. When somebody shares, not just hit the share, but you know, recommend it, add somebody in, invite them into the group. Um, that would really, really help us because uh, this is about the artistry of it, and that sounds a bit, I know, up here, but it is. It is about supporting the performer. Every ticket does count for that performer. It means they can carry on doing the fantastic things they're doing, and we want them to do that. And the final gift is, I mean, I think this is, I mean, I can't believe I'm doing this, Pete. It's the merchandise. Do you want to oh uh, drink out of a funny-looking mug? We can do that. But 
do you want to donate a minimum of £2 for a funny-looking badge and then get off with Pete for free? No, get, get a pound <laughs> off every single funny-looking presents gig for life. Terms and conditions apply. You can do that. Buy a badge on the website or at the venue for two quid or more. And then you wear that when you turn up and you get a pound off that gig. Um, I mean, Pete. Pete, what can I say? Honestly, Gav, what you've done here is you've walked into the room, you've booked 42 nights that every one of these listeners will love. You've then charged a reasonable price. You've then come along and gone, I can make this even cheaper for you. You are a prince among men and thought, a beautiful soul. Oh, thanks, mate. I thought you were going to say, like... Um second-hand car sales dealer but that's good well there's gonna be more of these so if you do subscribe to this there'll be more podcasts coming but we are very grateful that you've been on this little journey with us and what before we go can i just say one more thing yeah at your rental street we can get about 80 people in there yes and some of these gigs people are playing they can sell much more tickets than 80 i know and we have and this is amazing to me more than 80 listeners so if there's something out there that you are genuinely wanting to come and see, do us a favour, do yourself a favour, buy yourself a ticket, pick up a couple more, tell your friends you're going out. Do you know that guy you used to work with, you quite like his company, but you've not seen him in a while, buy a couple more. Mark Murphy, I'm thinking about you. Let's go to some gigs. I'll buy you a ticket. <laughs> Thanks, Pete. No worries, man. Lovely to talk to you. Lovely to talk to you. Speak soon. God bless. We're not ending on that. Once again, thank you for sticking by us with some of that sound. We'll get it sorted. You'd think after all this time. Look, don't forget, if you are in the northwest, go to funnylooking.co.uk, put your email address and all your friends in the mailing list, particularly for the golden ticket. That'll add you to the mailing list as well. And you can see these amazing people for free. Thank you. Bye-bye.